I think every high school student um, is a rebel in some way, and there's all this establishment. And so when you get a book that shows, even if it fails, the idea of people rising up against corruption, that grabs you. Yeah, hi, I'm Hugh Hawkins. I coach girls soccer, teach PE to upper school and middle school. I also teach mysteries classes the upper school and a couple other classes in the upper school and work in athletics. I've been an English teacher for a long time, and so a lot of books have had an impact on me. Um, but probably the one that like kind of evolved the way I taught, um, interesting enough, would be Les Miserables by Victor Hugo. One of the things you never see, which is because I'm a bit of a history guy, which is fascinating, is Hugo spends about 100 pages writing about Napoleon and the Battle of Waterloo and why it went the way it went. And he describes this like ditch that the horse is falling to. And it ends up being one of the main, one of the key characters ends up being pinned in the ditch. And um, another character thinks his dad steals from whatever. So it ties into the book. But. He goes a long way away from the book, and I think he just really wanted to write about Napoleon and write about his view of what went on. But what was interesting about that is I, um, when I taught the book, I taught at a school that had a, a JROTC program, and so we had a colonel there who was in the Army, retired colonel, and he was a big, like, he had taught at West Point, and he had taught, like, historical battles, and so he knew everything. So I asked him, I had him read that passage, and I said, is this legit? Like, do you think Hugo knew what he was talking about? And he said, yeah. He said, like, Hugo had his stuff figured out. So I like that piece because I think, like, it just shows that, you know, Hugo wrote the book in exile. Um, he had kind of been a bit of a, um, he spoke out against things. That's right. He did some other things, too. Not all just glorious rebellion stuff. He was a kind of a weird cat. But, um... He really knew his stuff, and so the book itself is grounded in that, like, all the characters are, like, people that could have been real. And some are. Like, he actually works in some real people, but yeah. Every year, interestingly enough, had kids ask me for the full book, and they would read it. So even though, let's say, we covered, so the abridged version got it down to about 400-something pages, with the supplemented stuff I'd throw at them, stuff I'd read in class, we probably read about 600 or so of the book. Every year without fail, kids wanted to read the whole thing, which to me says a lot. From New Road School in Santa Monica, California, this is Village Voices intergenerational conversations that cultivate an expanding curiosity about the world and its people. Episode 8, Books We Love. <laughs> How about, um, let's see, should we do rock, paper, scissors? Okay, whoever wins doesn't have to go first. Yeah, whoever wins gets to choose. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. You ready, Frankie? Hi, my name is Frankie. I'm in 
third grade and my favorite book is Homer's Odyssey because it tells the story of how Odysseus gets home but he at the same time through all his adventures he doesn't forget his wife or his son but even when he gets himself into other affairs um one part of him is just like I need to get home because like my son is about 18 and um, my wife's like been waiting for me I think and then when he eventually gets home he doesn't just show up the goddess Athena turns him into a very very old um, frail man so that when he does his cool party trick with the axes he turns into back into um, himself and you know he kills all the suitors so I think I just really liked reading that book because it takes it takes me into another world and to me I really just like being whisked away into another realm they say diamonds are girls best friend but for me it's just books my name is Lucia Argatis and I'm in third grade. Um, my favorite book is Nimona because it's about a girl who's a shapeshifter. She teams up with a guy that used to be a knight that once was good, but after an accident where he lost his arm, he becomes a criminal. Once he figures out about Nimona's power, she tries to hide it from him. There's a lot of action and suspense. It's also very funny and exciting. And I like reading because a book can take you to a whole other world and they let you imagine things you've never thought of before. I would say, I mean, my mom and my and my grandfather, I mean, they love writing. Uh, so I think I got that from them. Reading about philosophy and everything like that and like, you know, just like being like, I guess, I don't want to use the word, uh, uh, I don't want to use, I, I want to say woke, but I mean, that has a very bad rap here in America right now. Um, I would say being like, um, having that third eye, you know, being able to like see past like certain things or being able to be like awake, you know. Hi, my name is Che Tafari, uh, and I'm an eighth grade student here at New Roads. A uh, book that I really enjoyed was uh, Children of Blood and Bone by uh, Tony Adiemi. Um, and basically, uh, the plot of the book is just talking about uh, this. Um, so there's this girl who lives in, a, uh, it takes place in uh, Lagos. And uh, basically, uh, she's uh, she's like, it's like Harry Potter, but like for like, like in an African version, basically. Uh, so she uh, essentially has like, a pa she has powers and everything. Uh, ancestral powers and uh, from the god uh, from uh, from the gods and basically it's heavy in it's heavy in like African American like you know problems that happen in America so like uh, they talk about police brutality um, but in the context of like uh, the book uh, they also talk about uh, political corruption as well definitely they have a lot of african mythology in there which i really love they talk about uh the different like gods of and you know they have like uh different uh they have different gods so like they have like yemoya uh certain gods you know in like the uh ife or like yoruba religion which is which is very cool and you know i, I learned so much about it uh through the book hello my name is quinn 
And my name is Layla, and we are juniors in high school. Cool. So we're talking about books. Um, so if you want to talk about the same book or different books, the microphone's all yours. Um, there's this really great book that me and Layla both love, and we got it from actually a teacher here at New Roads, Michael. Actually, both Michael and oh, Alexandra. Right. You had we Alexandra. had different English classes, but we still did the same book. Yes, last year it was fire. Kitchen by Banana Yoshimoto. Yoshimoto. It's a story about a girl and kind of her life intersecting with the life of this boy and his grandmother's life, which is his mother's, his mother's life. Yeah. Yes. Which is um, she's having her own like full experience, which dives into um, like transgender studies. And she's having her own full experience in life. And you kind of get that from the perspective of her son's kind of love interest, but also like... I don't know. It's a full story. And it deals a lot with grief, like how we grieve as mm -hmm. people in different situations. And it's in like the most interesting way that I've ever seen grief presented in yeah. such a book. It's one of those books that you just like you you, you need to keep reading. Yeah. You you can't just like put it down. Yeah. You can't just like say, "Okay, chapter's over." Yeah. Put the book no. Mm -mm. No spoilers, but the fact that I am thinking of a scene and I know she knows what scene I'm thinking about because it they're just so good. I find it very calming to just read. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's just a nice, relaxing time of my day or like my month, I don't know, whenever I read. Um, also, I just love the words that authors use and I like diving into their life in a book. Yeah. Yes. And like when I lose touch of perspective or when things are really chaotic, I kind of feel like if I sit down and read a book everything's like solid and grounded because mm. all you have to do is engage in the book and then it's all okay from there yeah Village Voices. This is Keandria Eusta. Um, I work at the middle school as an English teacher. I would definitely have to say The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Um, this book was written to explore the concept of living in the present moment to achieve spiritual enlightenment. And I enjoy the book because I feel as though the author really emphasizes how do we do that as humans in a world that is constantly testing us, constantly trying us, um, you know, the daily struggles. I've read the book. I would have to say it's a daily read for me. Like I would say at least three times a week because I treat it. Am I allowed to say I treat it like a Bible? Sure. That's kind of religious. No, you can say it. It's, it's my daily Bible. I think in moments where I feel, you know, 
I'm in conflict or I've been challenged, it's something that I go to for my saving grace and just thinking about how to surrender, whether I'm in traffic, whether it's, you know, a challenging situation that we're dealing with on campus. It's just something that I utilize to bring me back to, bring me back to my center, to my core. So in the book, he talks a lot about ego and teaching us as humans to get out of our egoic mind and to be more present and to be more mindful that, you know, sometimes things are much bigger than what we allow them to be. And in that, he talks about surrendering. And that's my favorite part of the book because he doesn't illustrate or um, use the word explicitly, surrender, till the end of the book. So you're on this journey with him all the way through the end where he's making you feel like I'm pulling you in because I'm sharing these experiences with you, but he doesn't actually give the solution until the end of the book. And he talks about surrendering. And I think surrendering is something that's a part of our daily struggles here as humans, you know, Um, being able to just accept things for what they are and not feeling like we have to go back and forth. Even thinking full circle now in education, we talk a lot about Dan Siegel's work with the amygdala hijack. And surrendering is such an important tool during that time because we're teaching kids how to emotionally regulate, how to, even as adults, how do we emotionally regulate? And I think that's an essential tool for me because I still have to emotionally regulate to get my students to emotionally regulate. And I think a big part of that is surrendering and just accepting that we're, you know, on this journey together. Hi, I'm Zara. Uh, I'm a seventh grader, and I oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Hi, I'm Zara. Uh, I'm an eighth grader, and I really like to read. My favorite book is probably El Defo by C.C. Bell because it talks about a girl and her experiences of growing up while being deaf and having to figure out how challenging life and moving and having new friends and kind of dealing with elementary school and middle school being deaf and not being able to hear people. And it definitely is a book that connects with me. It's done in graphic novel form so you can really see like her experiences growing up of like people like just assuming things because she's deaf or because, and her growing up with like having to finding new friends and her new friends kind of taking um, her hearing aids and like kind of acting like differently because she's deaf. I read it for, um, it was originally the California Reader Medal. And I think I read it in like third grade and it was just a really good book. And once I've, I've gone older and I've actually had problems with my hearing, um, I've kind of learned to like see more into the book and more into the story. Today's episode featured Hugh Hawkins, Frankie Krupp, Lucia Arguedas, Jake Tafari, Quinn D'Souza, Leila Radfar, Keandria Yusta, and Zara Meyer. Music by New Roads teacher Ruben Ramos, New Roads student Barry Moore, and former New Roads student Isaiah Brody. Production by me, Dan Carney. I'm also the 8th grade history teacher here at New Roads. Join us next time for more Voices from the Village. Voices from the Village